What's up, everybody, and welcome to the espresso shot of your favorite sports podcast, The Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller. Find him at Icons. Find me at Omar Miller everywhere and anywhere. Let's get straight to it. This has been a crazy week in sports, primarily with the Major League Baseball playoffs. Tell me what you saw happening, Bone. Dude, speak on it. Let's let's speak on first on this uh, uh, Cleveland Indians Blue Jays series, which wrapped up at a four to one clip. What did you see there? Well, I see that uh, the Toronto Blue Jays were dependent on the there, and he got left off the roster pretty much. So you, uh, you broke up. The, the Blue Jays are dependent on what? The three run bomb. You know, they wanted they depended on the three run homer, and it wasn't there. He got left off the roster. Yeah, he didn't make the NLCS. He wasn't there. You can't you can't keep stacking up your your lineup to hit a three run bomb. You're going to see quality pitching above average pitching. Most of the games are going to be tight, and they're not usually going to let you get runners on like that to take advantage <clears throat> to get a three run bomb. And it really and above changed. average coaching as well, because what we yeah. saw one thing that we saw was uh, Terry Francona out coach John Gibbons. And I think a big, big loss was uh, Devin Travis. I think losing Devin Travis was a huge loss for the Blue Jays, more so than people recognize because he's actually a table setter type. He's a guy that can get on base. He can actually swipe a bag. He has all the tools. And losing him was a very big deal. Right. He plays a National League style type of game, you know, and they lost that. They didn't have it. Well, and the Indians play a National League type game, and this is what put them in a position, in my opinion, this is what put them in a position to uh, to to run through the Blue Jays. I mean, it was total domination, really. They lost that one game, but, you know, more or less, that was a fluke. Yeah, and it's hard to beat anybody, you know, to sweep a team. Really hard. Three games in a row. Yeah, winning three games in a row is hard, let alone four. I mean, and and Toronto got there for a reason, so it wasn't like they were just a pushover. Yeah, that's true. And and uh, speaking of which, you're saying Danny Salazar is throwing a sim game, and he may make the World Series roster. Uh, they, I personally had Danny Salazar on my fantasy team. It seemed like they should just let him go for the year and heal up, but they seem pretty intent on getting Danny Salazar back in the game. Well, they would really need him against one of these National League teams, you know. I think that the Cubs probably have seen him a little bit more than the Dodgers. I don't know if the Dodgers have ever seen but he's a really, really tough pitcher. But if he's not healthy, then it's not worth sending him out there. I mean, you recognize that if a guy has an arm injury, it's more important than trying to prevent an injury that may never occur. So, you know, what I'm what I'm referencing to is like the pitch count and everything else. Yeah, and the blisters and all that stuff. Exactly. We know that he has an arm injury, so let's not let him pitch. He's a young guy. Well, and then speaking of the sweep, I personally was out at Wrigley Field over the weekend, past weekend, for the Cubs-Dodgers series. And honestly, I believe that the Dodgers could have swept the Cubs if Joe Blanton wouldn't have given up that grand slam to Miguel Montero. Because uh, when they came back in the eighth inning off of Chapman, and it was the veteran, it was Adrian Gonzalez who came through in the clutch, I actually like watching this little game of chess that takes place in the, uh, in the, in the postseason because I like the I, I like what Dave Roberts did. I like the intentional walks to force him to get Chapman out of the game, and it just Blanton didn't make the pitch. It's o two. You you hang a slider right over the middle of the plate. This is the major leagues, man. You you don't get to mess up like that. And then we saw it again just the other night. Well, you know, and Joe Joe Blanton really has been overused at this point. And I agree. He, you know, he's just worn out at this point. And he's he, he gave you way more than any any self-respecting Dodgers fan could ever think Joe Blanton was going to give you this year. But I feel I like. never. Yeah, I would never expect this out of Joe Blanton. He, he's done a great job up until now. He's done a great job. He's just tired. 
Yeah, and you've been resting everybody else except for Joe Blanton. <laughs> he pitches every night. If you watch Dodger games, you know Joe Blanton pitches just about every single night. Let's look at the breakdown of this series here. The games have really been lopsided except for the game that Clayton Kershaw pitched in game two. The game one ended up eight to four, even though the, the, I would say that that game was a lot tighter than it seemed. They, you know, they blew it open with that grand slam. Um, eight to four Cubs, one to nothing Dodgers, six to nothing Dodgers in a, in a brilliant performance by Rich Hill and the Dodgers in game three. And then, the, then it just got lopsided. The Dodgers started to play sloppy baseball, and they had to pay for it. They lost 10 to two uh, in game four, eight to four in game five. Very interesting to see what's going down tonight. Tell me what you expect to see out of the greatest pitcher of this generation, Clayton Kershaw, and a budding young stud uh, who you brought on our fantasy scene uh, maybe a little bit early in Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, well, you, ex- you should expect to see a tight game. The only downside that the Dodgers have is what you brought up is that they have the Dodgers are playing poor defense at this point. You can't average like around two errors a game playing in the postseason because it comes back to haunt you. And uh, the, the Cubs obviously have monster offense, but good pitching stops monster offense, and you have to be able to shut that down, and that's what Clayton Kershaw will do tonight. I just, I don't, you know what? I have to say, and everybody knows I'm the biggest uh, 22 fan on the planet. I love Clayton Kershaw as a man and as a, as a player. And I don't know if he's going to win tonight. And I don't think it'll be his fault if he doesn't, but I just don't know if he's going to win. It, it's a, it's a tough ask to put the team on one guy's shoulders every single time. And well, uh, do it all year, every year in the yeah. season, he always gets blamed when they crash. So if I'm going to crash and burn, then I should crash and burn with Clayton Kershaw. Well, there's no doubt about it. And I'm also crashing and burning with the guy that I'm paying $31 million a year. That's just common. That's just common sense. No doubt about and that. But I see that the Cubs have their lineup out, but the Dodgers don't have theirs out yet. And hopefully we'll see Chase Utley sitting down because Chase Utley is actually hurting the team right now. Tell um, me that. You, you brought up a good point earlier. Now, what would you suggest for that? I would suggest that uh, you lead off with Toll, bring Howie Kendrick back to the two-bag and let him play his natural position because he actually is swinging it halfway decent. And uh, right now, Chase Utley is not bringing anything. He's not bringing offense or defense. Yeah, and I tell you, I, I, being at Wrigley Field, being at Wrigley Field, I think that Tolls catches that uh, ball that would have been end up, ended up being a double that Chris Bryant hit over Howie Kendrick's head in game one, to be honest. Yeah, because he's not naturally an outfielder. Although you take five balls, it still takes a long time to get adjusted to playing in the outfield. Yeah, and, and that's not a knock on Howie. No, not at all. And then also, you have to get Andre Ethier in the game, and not as a pinch hitter, but as a player. You know, Andre Ethier's been there, and he's he's showing coming off the the bench, getting pinch hit singles, bombs. He's showing you that he's still a prime time player. I need to see him in the lineup. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I think you got the two candidates for National League Coach of the Year. Uh, in this series, and it's going to be interesting to see who comes through. Um, well, I want to check and see because I do believe we have a couple calls. Let's uh, check the call line and see what the what the listeners have to say. Ozone, this is El Fudge. Just sitting here trying to enjoy some NLCS, but I got a question for you. Who's laughing harder right now, Phillies fans or Angels fans or Royals fans or A's fans or fans of almost every other team in the major leagues? That's all I got. I want to hear this question on air, on the pod. Hilarious call from Pasadena right there. Uh, uh, Fudge, you, you have an interesting perspective. Honestly, I tell you who's not laughing are the Dodgers fans because that was a vintage Joe Blanton performance. And truthfully, I don't even know if you should see him for the rest of the series against the Cubs. It's very clear that Pedro Baez and Joe Blanton have no work for the Cubs. 
None. Exactly. And just like we discussed before, Joe Blanton has been overused, and you've gotten more than what you could expect out of a guy like Joe Blanton. But I tell you what, Philly fans and Angel fans got exactly what they expected when he gave up those bombs. <laughs> well, you know, he was halfway decent in his early years with the Phillies, but... He was. He used to throw harder. Yeah, he used to throw harder. But now he's relying on a breaking ball that's not breaking. It's really spinning at this point. It's spinning. It's just not. Yeah, it's flat. Yeah, and hopefully we won't see Dave Roberts bring him back in. I mean, the guy gave up... These things are momentum changers. The guy brought him sure are. that game where he gave him gave up the salami. You give up the salami, and you can't. It's hard to recover from that. The Dodgers did recover, but then you bring him out again, and he stinks to join up. If you bring him out again, the team is going to and the fans are going to be on pins and needles, wondering when the wheels going to fall off. Yeah, it's like how the Giants were when they started. Uh, it's like how the Royals were this year at the end of the year when they start bringing in Joaquin Soria. There was a period yeah. when Joaquin Soria was guaranteed to blow the game. And and Royals yeah. fans were just devastated by the by the, on, the 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 concept that he could even keep coming in. And Ned Yost or kept running Romo. him out there, or Sergio Romo. But you know, I don't know. They still love Romo. It's uh, uh thanks for the call, Fudge. Uh, unfortunate your cynicism, but we definitely understand it here in the Ozone. Wanted to uh, bring up another point: the city of champions, uh, Los Angeles, has done it once again. Big shout out, congratulations to the WNBA uh, LA Sparks who picked up another championship under the watchful eye and ownership of Magic Johnson. Hopefully he can now focus that uh, winner mojo on the Dodgers and can pick up two wins real quick to get us into the World Series. Well, now you're just scrapping to win this one game and all hands on deck for game seven, you know, and the Dod- this is definitely in the Dodgers' favor, even though they're away because you have the best pitcher in baseball going tonight. Kyle Hendricks has been lights out, but then he hasn't been – you know, he's, a, he's it looks like he's wavering a little bit, not bending, yeah. but not breaking. And all you need to do is get a couple of runs with Kershaw and maybe Cruz. All you but, need is two. Um, yeah. I mean, last time he got it done with one, but all you need is two, I would say. Yeah, and if, it, if the Cubs make it to the World Series, they're saying that uh, Kyle Schwarber uh, is headed out to go get to get loose. I heard that. He's getting an ABs yeah. tonight in the Arizona Fall League, which is pretty awesome yeah, of yeah. Joe Madden, by the way, because at the stadium, at Dodger Stadium, we saw – Kyle Schwarber was in a dugout. So the idea, and we talked to the owner of the Cubs, uh, Tom Ricketts, really cool dude, by the way. And that guy is, uh, just for anybody who's wondering, man, that was a cool guy. He's knowledgeable about the game of baseball, and he loves the city of Chicago. I was really, uh, we were just fortunate enough to sit next to him for the whole game that they lost. Still had a good attitude, really cool guy. And uh, he was saying that Schwarber's uh, return was, was going as planned. He didn't tip his cap to the fact that he may be available for game seven or potentially the world series, which is awesome. And that's a big difference because if Kyle Schwarber gets to be, if Kyle Schwarber gets to be a, a, uh, 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 in that series, man, that's some thump. I mean, that's a major thump. Right. I just don't know if he can get enough bats, enough bats in at this time. You know, I know he's going to go down there and see some, but you talk about the world series, just dropping. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I mean, hey, Joe Madden knows how to get the most out of guys. Um, he sure does. This is the espresso shot of the Ozone. If you want to call in and be on air, give us a shout out. It's area code 424-254-9663. We're eager to have you on. We'll put you on air. We'll make you a part of the show. You might even get an air car. You never know what might happen with the Ozone. But uh want to cover a couple quick topics. Um Looking like that fight between Triple G and Danny Jacobs is not going to happen on December 10th, which is unfortunate because I was planning on going to that. Um, 
What else do we got just on the quickie? You see this whole situation with domestic violence again with the NFL is not helping ratings. And Josh Brown uh, out the, the kicker for the New York Giants, who seemed like in an abstract way he was trying to reach out for help. And it's once again blown up in the face of the NFL. Uh, Roger Goodell is really, man, this guy takes a lot of lumps. What do you think about that situation? Well, he takes a lot of lumps because that's what they pay him to do. And they no pay doubt. a lot of money to be the to be the the executioner for the for the owners. And that situation is unfortunate, but um the NFL's just gonna have to find different ways of handling it and it and it's it's unfortunate because once it gets out into the public, everybody else forms their own opinion. That's exactly so, what it is. It's not contained. Yeah. It's Marshawn Lynch in the secondary and you can't hold it. <laughs> and you can't contain it. Can't contain it. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, this is our quick hit uh, for the Ozone for you for the weekend pregame prediction. The bone is going with the Dodgers. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping against hope for the Dodgers, even though they got the best in the world on the mound tonight. Um, and I'm hoping that the Dodgers go all the way and, and actually can, uh, can take it to the World Series. We will see sooner than later. Thanks for tuning in. Look for the big show on Monday where we'll have an hour of content for you. Ozone. Peace.